0: Okay, so hi again. It's me, Wildflower, back to your ears. <laughs> I don't know why I have to say that but I don't know. It just sounds nice saying it. Um Okay, so this is yet another episode of me talking about my normal life okay so I graduated from the University 2018 yeah I studied finance and banking and I did my convocation 2019 because um, Nigerian schools and how their system works and all that I can't really explain it but Twenty nineteen okay I graduated I graduated twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen I walked. I decided not to go for service. I wanted to work and gain some experience and all that bullshit and it was cool at first. Um I liked the experience I got because before i started working i didn't really know how to do a lot of things that i got to know and i got to learn about so yeah i'm actually grateful for that job i'm actually grateful for the opportunity although it was really tasking it was I would say i worked more than more than what i was paid for more than the job i was called to do but at the end of the day i enjoyed it and it was good mm, so that was it that was 2019 then 2020 i was like okay yeah this is gonna be my service here i'm gonna be doing service and all of that then we had corona we had a strike so i couldn't go for service i couldn't do anything i couldn't get a job 2020 was my hardest year so far because a lot of things happened to me in 2020 of which I'm going to be discussing. On another episode. So. You might want to stick around. For that episode. Um. So that was it. Um. So. 2021. Which is this year. I'm finally going for service. I was supposed to go with. Batch 8. eight, eight all things being equal. But. Um, anybody still delayed me I didn't take my certificate on time but um, right now I'm gonna be going for service in two weeks time yeah camp is on the 27th and I'm gonna be, going to be going with Bart B um, I hear a lot of people say um, delay is not denial Patient dog eat the fattest bone. All that, plenty, plenty talk. So I'm hoping that in my case, in this case, this is gonna be good. It's gonna be favorable. I'm going to eat the fattest bone. Actually, <laughs> I'm just praying for that because I just hope that after all this wait, after all this delay it's gonna be something big it's gonna be something different it's gonna be something good So I just prayed I walk out Um, basically why I started talking about this NYC stuff is because at first I felt I was prepared Mm, okay when the time comes I'm just gonna go I'm just gonna but to be honest I'm not prepared at all. Okay, because today I decided to um, wash my stores, pack my stores. Because I have a wedding to attend next week, so I won't really be settled. So I wanted to like pack my stores before time. So I will have to like. But then I notice I'm not ready at all. That like, there's the several things I need to buy. There's the several things I need to do, and I haven't done it yet. And it just feels like everything is just crashing down at the same time. It just feels like there's no time. There's a rush. But then I'm trying so hard not to put all my mind to so it because I know it's just for three weeks the camp is just for three weeks so all the anxieties is gonna fade off by time I go there and all that another thing that's also making me anxious is the fact that I may get there and it may not be what I expected yes I expect it to be rough I expect it to be crowded. I expect it to be not fun at all. So I'm just thinking in my head like what if I go there and it's fun and I get to meet people and all of that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just sharing my thoughts remember, this is my podcast, so it's a place for me to share my thoughts. So I'm sorry if I'm going to be boring you with my thoughts, but I don't know. I don't know why I'm nervous, I don't know why I'm anxious, I don't know why, but... So that's basically what I just wanted to share right now with you hi hi it's me again Wildflower, back to your ears (laughs) yeah i know you've missed my voice i know you've missed me talking on here so this is me trying to you updated on things that been going on with me because i remember saying i was going to use this as my voice journal so yeah i'm back at it <laughs> um okay i remember saying i was going to go for service i was going to go get on a new phase and i was excited and i was anxious and all that. blah 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 but yeah guess what news flash I ain't going nowhere <laughs> not like I ain't going nowhere but I ain't going nowhere right now because because of COVID nineteen rules um I have to wait for the next stream which is like in a month time and I would say the news got to me the notification got to me because Because um, this is something that I've planned for. You know when you've planned, you've made um, arrangements, you've packed your things. In your head, you're already there. And the next minute, you're getting a notification that you ain't going nowhere. Like, it really fucked me up. Um, I got this notification on Saturday, 24th. Of July, and I was meant to attend the wedding that day. I got an education in the morning, and it messed up my whole day like I had to be in a location where everyone was happy, everyone was smiling, and yes, I was happy, and I was smiling on the outside, but on the inside, I was sad. I was angry, (laughs) angry at a lot of things, angry at the government, angry at the pandemic, angry at um, a lot of things, but I couldn't show it, I couldn't express it because I was in an environment where everyone was happy and I couldn't be the sad one, so yeah was crazy i had mad ass mood swings um i haven't been able to sleep since saturday i've been having mad ass insomnia um now the thing is someone asked me the other day and was like he fails and putting so much pressure on the service issue and all that but the thing is it's not just about the service he gets here it's about it's about the delay because like I said earlier I graduated 2018 and this is 2021 and I'm still still having that back-and-forth movement with service I'm still I'm still not able to get a good job I'm still in my parents house which is the most annoying factor And when I tell people about it you just feel like oh you're putting so much pressure on service it's not worth it Uh, if you go for service you want to enjoy it and all of that it's not about the service it's about delay it's about not getting what i want you get like they say time is money and i feel i've wasted a lot of time already okay speaking to my friend today and she was like you're still young don't talk about time and i'd be like yes i'm still young but if i get to waste three years of my time three years is a lot of time three years is how many months it's a lot of time it's a freaking lot of time wasted doing nothing and I just feel in Nigeria Nigeria is just a fucked up country that um bases um that gives you this um that makes you feel like you're worthless without the certificates because for someone like me, that is not business inclined, like I don't, I really do not know how to go about doing a business, doing the market survey, doing deliveries, having to fight with dispatch riders and all of that. No, I'm not cut for that. So for those of us that are not cut for that, and we are the nine to five kind of workers, Nigeria has made it so tough for us that. You have to have certain qualifications. You have to have certain certifications, and if you don't have those things in place, they'll offer you peanuts. I get, and it's not like I'm being greedy. It's not like I'm being. Um, it's not like I have big eye or whatever people want to call it. But I won't settle for peanuts. After. After spending years in school, after spending quality years in school, after dedicating my time to studying, I won't settle for peanuts. I'm sorry if you call that pride, but that's just me. So yeah, getting getting to complete service means I'm I'm getting like a different qualification, a different certification, apart from. My normal BSc. Yes, I now have something attached to BSc, and now will take it a step further. If I want to do my master's or I want to do something else in my life, but this has to go through a process to get, and it's like getting to the second phase, getting to the second process, is just so demanding demanding of my time because i've spent a lot of time waiting for this and it seems like it's just a joke because i don't know i don't know but then i feel i feel when i try to explain it to people they don't really understand me they feel i'm just placing emphasis on going for service but i'm not i'm placing emphasis on the fact that I've been delayed a lot and it's getting to me. Like I didn't want to see it in the aspect of being delayed. I didn't want to see it in that aspect. I just wanted to like live on with it and be like, oh okay, I I always had excuses for something. I always made up an excuse for each delay. Like earlier on I would say, Oh, it's part the the delay they me my certificate, oh it's Unipot's fault. And at the point I said, oh, it's a pandemic. Oh, the pandemic has brought a lot of things. I always had excuses, but now, like, I've run out of excuses, and I'm like, what the fuck is really going on? Like, what the fuck is really going on? This is three years gone, and I keep mis- making excuses for every single thing. Like, it's not right. Yeah, people say delay isn't denial, but I'm running out of patience. I, I thought I was patience but I'm really running out of patience and it's getting to me. It's getting to me, it's giving me sleepless nights, it's making me think too much. It's giving me mood swings, like I'm not myself, like someone to say something that normally I would laugh at or or something and I'll just be my mood is just like, guy, I'm not interested. I it's it's getting to me, and I don't like it because I'm just very cheerful person. But these days I've been so quiet, so in my space, and it, <laughs> I think it's getting my family worried because. They keep telling me I hope you're not depressed I hope you're not this I hope you are not that how are you today like my mom has checked on me like a zillion times today and I sincerely don't want them scared because trust me I love life more than anything else so no matter what I don't think I'm going to get so depressed that I start thinking of so many stupidness. No, no, no. I don't think it's going to get to that stage. But then, I feel it's getting to me and I need a break. I essentially need a break because I'm, <laughs> I think I'm going to explode soon. So I essentially need a break and I need things to go as planned. I'm tired of making excuses for every delay i need things to go as planned i'm tired of the delays i'm seriously tired so yeah this is me Wildflower, signing out i just feel like sh- i should drop this here because yeah this is my voice there now so this is me letting out things that i probably won't tell anyone so Thanks for listening. Love you. Hi, hi. This is Walsha. Again, back to your ears. It's been a minute and... I knew I said I was going to update you on what's been going on with me concerning service and all of that so yeah I'm back I'm back to update you on that so I got posted finally yay right I'm supposed to be excited because I know I complained about delay I complained about a lot and now I'm posted finally and I'm supposed to be happy and excited but it's the opposite I'm actually excited about it because I was posted to the north I was posted to Kaduna um, considering the distance, considering safety, considering a lot of factors productivity, um, considering a lot of factors I don't want to go to the north I don't want to go to Kaduna but I don't have an option right now, I just have to go for the camp first of all if I want to be deployed and all that bullshit and I don't know, it's giving me mixed feelings because I'm, I will say I'm angry, I would say I'm disappointed, I would say I'm scared. I would say, um, uh, I'm all distance but yet I'm happy because, I'm not really happy, but, yeah, I will say I'm happy because it's something new, I get to, it's an adventure, I get to see different stars, I've, not really been to the north so this is like okay a first time and since i'm into photography and all of that it's going to be good because it's going to be a different place with different things yeah different attractions and all of that but apart from that there's nothing exciting about going to the north so people have been asking me how I feel about it or yeah I will say I'm happy and I'm sad at the same time so that's it and I just totally feel indifferent about going for service I don't know maybe because that's lingered so long I just feel I don't even want to do this anymore. Like I've always felt like I, I've always felt like I don't want to do this. I won't lie. Like when I graduated, I was like, okay, let me just work for a year. Maybe, maybe I'll have the zeal to do it. But then the year I had the zeal to do it, there was the pandemic, so I've not really had the zeal to do it anymore, other than after that. And honestly. I do not have to deal to still do it or I just have to get over it. So I will be going to Kaduna next week because I'm supposed to report to camp on Thursday. So I have to go to Abuja. Then from Abuja I have to take a train down to Kaduna. And yeah, that's one exciting thing about the trip. Having to use a train in Nigeria. Ha! Huh. Let's see not stop me halfway <laughs> in the middle of the way, guy. <laughs> My mama <feel> mad. <laughs> but then, that's the adventure I'm talking about, yeah, because I'm excited about that part. But I'm going to enter a train, I'm going to record everything. Yeah, that's part that just makes me excited. And the fact that I'm actually getting on that new phase that I've actually been talking about all along so yeah so yeah I'm positive about this actually I was really down yesterday and earlier today but now I'm actually positive about it thinking about it has made me positive about it and I can't wait I can't wait to see what Cardina brings I just hope it's not negative because anything negative will just spoil the whole fun so I just hope it's not negative, like I just hope it's just positive vibes all through. So, yeah, that's it. Signing out. Love you. <laughs>
1: Welcome back again, this is wild view, wild flower, back to your ears. (laughs) I know it's been a while since I recorded anything because, uh, let's see, I've been busy with camp. Yeah, so I thought I was going to take you on that journey with me down to Kaduna. But then, trust me, when I went there, a whole lot, just overwhelming I felt I would um, have to document everything that happened every day but um, it was too much it was a different a whole lot of um, a different experience altogether and I'm glad I'm done with that okay but that doesn't stop me from letting you know uh, about everything that happened. Okay, so at first, let's see. I used the train ride from Abuja down to Kaduna because of the insecurity roads. The Abuja Kaduna road is not safe at all, so I was advised to use a train ride. Um, I was skeptical about it, but when i got to the train station i was actually proud of nigeria because it was actually cool it was actually fast yeah the train was actually more like using an airplane because it's just comfortable it was nice it was cold like yeah inside of the train is actually really cold so just in case you want to get on the train always have your jacket with you so, yeah, that's about the train ride. Um, so the two hour ride from Abuja down to Kaduna. It was looking like it was slow but it was actually fast. So yeah when we got to Kaduna um, everything was different coming from where I've been I've been in Port and everybody's like everybody dresses to expose their body because let's see, we don't have much sun in in Port Harcourt but everybody, like, expresses their body with the excuse of ah, the sun is hot, the sun is hot but, guy, if you come to Kaduna the sun is times 10 hotter than the sun in Port Harcourt but, yeah, everybody is well-dressed not just well-dressed, like seriously dressed with hijabs and everything, and it's only their eyes that are showing, like everything is covered and you're like wondering like is this heat not touching these people <laughs> like it was crazy like i saw a different kind of dressing i saw a different kind of weather i saw different kind of things like different languages different food everything was just totally different from what i've been what, what i've experienced and all that and so it was nice First day of registration was stressful. Like the stressful. Go to this place, bring this, come back here, do this, submit this, go and take things from this place. And the distance is not one small distance, you. will walk, and there's no car, there's no tricycle, there's no bike, nothing. You have to walk it. And you're not just walking it alone, you're walking it with your bags because you can't drop your bags and expect to come back and see your bags there. So if you're carrying like big bags, you have to carry them all by yourself. So another advice to anyone going for camp, always pack light. So yeah, you go from one point to another to complete your registration and all that, and that was stressful. I think on that first day I cried because... I had an issue, um, the date of my certificate was not tallying with the date of my call-up letter, so they asked me to get back to my school and do it, um, which was impossible because I was coming out the way from Port Harcourt and all that, but at the end of the day, I got it sorted, I got it sorted out, but yeah, I cried because it was hurting, I, ha- I had to go through all that stress all over again. But then, thank God we passed through that. And that was not over the stressful part. I was even really thinking, oh yeah, but don't be the stressful part, man. That was just the beginning. Because the next day we started off with the morning vigil. Normally, the third parade um, is by 5:30, but being Nigerians that we are now, some people will always be oversleeping. So some girls in my hostel that I was staying in, woke up by like past two in the morning, walking up and down, making noise. One particular girl kept on playing her songs out loud without using her earpiece. A particular girl walks and drags her feet on the ground, like everything was just so annoying, everything was just so different from my own private space. From the first day, I was already tired of camp, I already wanted to leave, like, everything was already annoying. But then, that passed, and the fact that we had to share rooms, the fact that we had to share bedrooms was something else, like, it was a whole different experience based on the fact that I've never stayed in a hostel, I've never had to share things with people like that. And I was doing it for the first time. With a bunch of adults that behave like children. So yeah, it was difficult for me at first. But I'll say I got used to it. Yeah, I'll say I got used to it. Then, let's see. Um, what else? We had to queue up and take food. The food was not so bad, come to think of it. But I didn't really eat their food much because the first few times I ate it, I, I pushed. So, I went back to eating mummy food, of which the mummy food was nothing to write home about, but it was kind of better than it is. Um, I met new people. The person that was sharing my bed with me, because it was a bunk bed, I was staying up and she was staying down. She was an evil girl like me but we were not as close as the girl beside my bed she was a muslim a reba muslim and we became so close we shared practically everything she was really nice to me and all that even even with the fact that she annoys me a lot like she could just do some very really annoying things and i'll be like okay it's not your fault. It's because you're seeing me here. But then, she was really nice. She's was a nice person. And she made me feel really comfortable. She made me feel really nice. So, yeah. I won't do this podcast without mentioning her. Um, let's see. The part I hated most about um was putting on that stupid cap. Like, I didn't ever want to put on that cap. Like... It was always on my hand. The soldiers always complain that they would seize my cap, they would seize my cap. I don't. Know. <laughs> they said they calling me Dada girl, like because I don't like putting on my cap because I didn't like the fitting, I didn't like the fact that it was always uncomfortable. And the second thing I don't like, I didn't like about the camp was putting on putting on socks. Like why would I have to put on socks every day? <laughs> it was so annoying, but you can't help it because it's part of the uniform um okay then we had social nights social nights was the part that everybody looks forward to because it was the part of the day where you get to listen to music you get to sit as you like you get to talk to anybody you get to dance and be yourself Although sometimes, some days, it takes longer hours, like, we're supposed to start social night by 8 and end by 10, (coughs) but sometimes, the organizers will stay to past 12, which makes it annoying because everybody just wants to go to sleep at that point, but um, it was cool though. The entity was nice. Gaddafi, he was always his best to make everybody lively but you know some days some people just want to go and relax you get but it was nice then at a point i met a group of guys that i vibed with you know on the norms you always see people that always have contraband so these guys always have contraband and we're always together then I stopped rolling, <laughs> stopped rolling with my Muslim friends. Not like I stopped rolling with her, like we only get to see when I get back to the hostel. She would complain, she'd be like, you left me, you found a lover, you left me, and all that. But it wasn't like that though. Like, I don't know, I vibe more with guys. Right from time, I always ride more with guys. So I was mostly with them, I was always chilling with them and all that and they always had good stuff they always had nice conversations so yeah it was really nice to be with them and something i really enjoyed about cardinal was the sunset and the sunrise it was always really beautiful i have lots of pictures of the sunset and sunrise it was always really beautiful trust me and And at the point, we said no fighting, no this, no that, so many rules, but people still broke the rules, people still had sex in camp, people still fucked the camp, they decamped some people, and all that, but at the end of the day, I was safe, even as I know that I did a lot of contraband, but yeah, I was safe, I was, I was not decamped. (laughs) This is a good thing because my mama forgave <laughs> me. But then, that was it about camp. It was a nice experience, although at the point I was I was tired. I was like, I was tired. I just wanted to leave. I was tired of wearing white and white. I was tired of always being confined to a particular space. Like you can't go to this place. You can't be here. You can't do this. you Can't do that. I I hate people limiting me and. Camp was filled with a lot of limitations. You can only do what they want you to do, which is annoying because hello we are a bunch of adults here. But then I'm glad I had that experience though. Um then then it came the last day of camp posting day and um, yeah I I tried to relocate, because I didn't plan on staying in Katrina, so I did relocation stuff based on health issues, and uh, today I went for my interview, the girl that interviewed me, the doctor, she she looked really convinced, I think pretty convinced of the things I told her about, then on the last day they were like, okay, if you give me a posting like a damage, Your education didn't work, and all that. And my mind, I just kept praying. God, they shouldn't give me a posting letter. They shouldn't give me a posting letter. They served it to me hot. They gave me a posting letter, and I was posted to GSS Suba, Government Secondary School, of all places. Like it hit me like, okay, this is not what I wanted. On that very day, that last day, I was pissed off. I was angry at so many things. Someone made me angry that morning, and I was already pissed off. I just wanted to leave there. And then I got a posting letter, and that just doubled the anger and everything. And I was trying so hard to hold myself. And then I just left there and I went to the train station I didn't even go to report to where I was supposed to report to and then I left and I went to the train station and I came back to Abuja and it was raining like in Abuja and I got soaked at the point like everything was just pissing me off on that day on the 21st and it was crazy like it was really crazy but then I'm glad we are all done with that and we're moving on to the next phase. The next phase is walking and ending my memory. But the thing about this next phase is I just don't know what's gonna go on. Like, right now, I'm um, in between the devil and the deep blue Like, I'm really confused because walking the service now. I'm hearing it's 50k and I don't have any money on me. My mom is about to undergo a surgery, she doesn't have any money on her, my sister doesn't have any money. Money is not coming from anywhere and the longer I delay to work the service, the faster the clearance day approaches. and. If I don't work here before the clearance Day, I have to go back to Cardinal to do clearance and all that. And I can't be cleared if I haven't worked. So, it's like I'm going to forfeit my first Halloween. Which is crazy because... I don't even know, you know, like, everything is just crazy. Everything is just going too fast. Everything is just going... I'm not as planned and it's really weighing me down and um, the one person I would have been talking to about it the one person that would have been there for me isn't there like like everything is just happening within a flash and it's crazy like I don't know whether to feel happy or sad or angry I'm trying not to feel entitled because I'm like, okay, you're meant to be there for me, you're meant to you're meant to be there for me, but deep down the person isn't even meant to be there for me, like the person is not really to me. Yes, and they say we love each other but then like I'm not really meant to be feeling entitled right now, so maybe he has his own shit going on get, but my own my annoyance is that if it were to be him, I would have been there, like I knew myself, I would have been there, I would have been trying to call, trying to text, trying to know what's going on, trying to know how to fix it, but it's like I'm asking for too much, like I'm asking to be seen, I'm asking to be heard, and it's pissing me off because you're not supposed to be begging for attention, you're not supposed to be begging for love. But it seems like that's what I'm doing every time I talk to you. So I'm giving myself that space so that I could find um I could find happiness, I can find solution to my problem. Because if I don't find the solution to my problem I'll still be the one at the end of the day suffering it. No one is going to bear that cross me. So yeah, that's it. Going to Kaduna, I was skeptical about it. So I'm um, like, okay, go don't go, go don't go. And I finally left. And I would say I enjoyed it. I did at the point. I enjoyed it. And at a point, it was annoying, it was tiring, and I just wanted to leave. But so far, so good. It was a great experience. Going to the north for the first time, it was a great experience. And I'm glad I did. Uh, Thanks for listening. I'll be back to give you more info about my posting, if it works again. I'll just be back to be with my info, so stay tuned. And thanks for listening to my beautiful voice again. I love you.